Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast, my weekly review recap show where I go through all of the major shows in the WWE and the AEW, and I give them a little review, a little recap, let you know if there's any matches out there that are worth checking out, and at the end, I give out my three stars of the week award awarding the three best matches that I think of the week, and sometimes I'll throw in some shout-outs for some matches that I think were good, but not good enough to get the prestigious three stars of the week award. So, normally we kick off the pod, the, this ep- the episode, with the Monday Night Raw, but we're going to start with my WrestleMania predictions, because I want to get them done before I start watching it, of course, so I'm recording this on Friday afternoon, so it's before SmackDown, so if anything is getting added onto the show on this SmackDown, then my apologies, but there's a lot of matches to get through here. It's a two-night event, if you're not aware. Uh, WrestleMania a few years ago moved to a two-night event. Honestly, I think it's overkill, but... um, It's okay. It's my birthday weekend. I'm a WrestleMania baby, so I really like a weekend of wrestling, and it's uh, it's a good. It's been a tradition of mine for. We're getting close to 20 years now. I've been watching WrestleMania. I've always watched WrestleMania, and it's just it's going to be a tradition, I think, until I die. I just always will watch WrestleMania. Excuse me, even if I'm not watching wrestling on a weekly basis, but. Let's just get into these predictions. So night one, they are starting off with Austin Theory versus John Cena. I have no idea if this is the way that the show is going to be uh, presented, but the first one here, I'm going through Wikipedia, dog, my tried and true Wikipedia. Austin Theory versus John Cena, singles match for the WWE United States Championship. I've got to go with Austin Theory right here. Just uh, It makes the most sense for me. No, No offense for John Cena, but... I mean, he absolutely buried Austin Theory a few weeks ago, and Austin, if he doesn't win this match, then I would say it's going to really damage his career, so kind of a must-win here for Austin Theory. I think he's going to get it done. We got Seth frickin' Rollins versus Logan Paul in a singles match. I gotta go Seth frickin' Rollins here. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Logan Paul wins this, but it's Seth Rollins, man. He is one of the top three performers one of the top three guys in the whole wwe so i think there's no way they're gonna make him lose to a to a new guy even though he's a celebrity like no it's got to be seth rollins so i'm going seth we got the trish stratus lita and becky lynch versus damage control bailey dakota kai and eo sky six women tag team match uh apparently i guess this isn't for the titles anymore so i'm just gonna go with the good the trish trish becky and lita if the titles were on the line i would probably i'm a little bit surprised uh that might be I don't know if that's just not listed here, but anyway, I'll go with the good ladies here just for the WrestleMania moment. I will let the I'll let them win, but I think down the road here, Damage Control should get the titles back, or maybe not. You got the men's WrestleMania showcase fatal four-way tag team match. Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. So I think this is going to be uh kind of determining or um dependent on who comes out of the winner of Sami Zayn and the Usos because one team is a babyface, one team are heels. So if a babyface team wins this match, I would feel that a good chance that the Usos might def- or uh, retain. If a if a heel team wins, then a good chance that uh Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to win. I feel like man, this is a real toss up. These are Three quality teams, Braun and Ricochet, are just really been a great team. Even though they're just thrown together, they've done really well. I mean, the Street Profits are the Street Profits. Alpha Academy, I'm a big fan of. And the Viking Raiders are a pretty darn good team themselves. This one's really tough for me to predict, because honestly, I would be happy with any of these teams winning. But... If I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go with the Viking Raiders just because, I don't know, I just think they're good. Honestly, I think all four of these teams are deserving. Alpha Academy, I feel like, are kind of the ones I can eliminate the most easily because they kind of got a whole bunch of stuff going on. They're kind of on the verge of breaking up or possibly merging with Maxine and the models or whatever's going on with that thing. So yeah, I feel like I can eliminate those two. Braun and Ricochet versus like Street Profits, I mean, 
uh, really like Ricochet and Braun. I think they're going to be doing some really crazy stuff throughout this match. But yeah, I'm going to stick with the Viking Raiders just because I'm 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 banking. I'm hoping that uh, Ke seven uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy win the match against the Usos, and the Viking Raiders would be a good heel team for them to go up against. So that's what I'm going for. So I'll go with the Viking Raiders, but that one's a pick. I'm honestly, except for Gable and uh, Otis, but I would like them. For, I would like for them to win as well. I think yeah, I like. This is a well put together match, honestly. But at a ladder, it'd be much better. Speaking of ladder matches that should exist, Rey Mysterio versus his son, Dominic Mysterio, in a singles match. So I gotta go Dominic just for... <clears throat> for the sake of his career moving forward you're going to want Dominic to get this win here it's going to add so much heat to him and what's going to make Dom a good heel is he's got to put up some wins as well and if he wins against his dad against Wrestlemania that's going to add so much fuel for him to go on and just go on and on and on about oh I beat my jefe at at Wrestlemania and like I think Rey Mysterio is honestly on the verge of retirement here he's been a wrestler for so very long I think he's deserving of a retirement he's going into the Hall of Fame and I think what a what a great way to end his career yes it'd be cherry on top for him to win at Wrestlemania to finish it off but I think Ray would would honestly I think he would choose to want to put over his son at Wrestlemania I think he would think that that is the cherry on top and I would agree with that so going Dom Mysterio 100% on this one love you both though Ray Mysterio my boy Dom Mysterio Dom Mysterio my new boy really hope that I was kind of hoping that they would put the mask on the line at, for at some point but I mean maybe on Smackdown tonight later tonight maybe we'll see now we got Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Going Rhea Ripley on this one. If they go Charlotte Flair, I'm done in rings. They could again. This is kind of a pick 'em, but for the sake of Rhea Ripley's career, she's got to win this one. So if Charlotte wins again, I'm going to be super upset with this. Rhea Ripley has had a fantastic year. She deserves this win at WrestleMania. I hope that someone's going to come down and get involved. Someone from the Judgment Day preferably Dom Mysterio to add even more heat to him that would be great but I'm going 100% Rhea Ripley on this one and then they have the main event listed here anyway is the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn I mean that's pretty awesome man if that is actually the main event of night one that is awesome so deserving for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens I mean that's so good for them and the Usos man all four of these guys unbelievable this year they have carried smackdown week after week so well well deserved to have these guys at the main event i was pleasantly surprised to see this so this is a tag team match for the undisputed wwe tag team championships the usos have had a record reign of the tag team championships kevin owens sammy zamed finally on the same page again friends again and i think they're going to take down the usos the Usos have had the longest reigning title, so they got that, so they're clear on that. I think we're good to go, and let Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, let them have this, because, you know, it, it, they deserve something here, so let them have this title, since Cody Rhodes kind of has to have his match with Roman Reigns, so I, I understand. It, it sucks. I really wanted it to be Sami, Sami Zayn-ia, but hey... If we have them win the titles on night one, we get a nice firework presentation for them, and they're holding the titles high at the end. I think that's a nice, nice consolation prize. Yes, it's not the United or the U Universal Championship that I would we I think we all would love to see Sami Zayn hold up over his head after night one. But uh, I'll take the undisputed tag team championships as a consolation prize for now. Like I said, this thing could go on till next year, so we could see. WrestleZania next year, KO Mania. Maybe that's next year. We'll have to wait. Maybe, hopefully, it'll happen soon. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on that one. Night two. So, we got opening. Hopefully, that this would be a fantastic opening match. Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Honestly, y'all, I'm going Gunter on this one. I think this dude should have a ridiculous reign, long reign. I don't think anyone should beat this guy. And uh, I would like this to continue with uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Continue that rivalry and let Gunter continue to be the champion. And just let Sheamus and Drew continue to battle each other for opportunities. To see who's better and then continue to battle for opportunities at Gunter. And just keep that little trio going for a few months after WrestleMania. I think it would be fantastic programming. So I'm going to go with Gunter. I think he's 
been fantastic. Yes, he doesn't have a great promo on him, but I think Imperium's probably going to get involved in this. Triple threat, there's going to be no rules. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling that Imperium's going to get involved here and Gunter's going to come out with the retaining of the title here. So, but I think this is going to be a banger, baby. I, could be could be show-stealing worthy, but we got this match up next, which could very well be show-stealing as well. We got Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor. So, Wow, this is the this is the big one, man. This is uh, this is the big gimmick match. You got the hell in a freaking cell. Edge is going to be coming in. I'm predicting that he's going to come out as Brood Edge. I'm hoping we get that Brood entrance again with the music. I mean, oh my god, my wife and I went absolutely banana when that happened last year because we've been asking for it for years and years and years. So I'm predicting Edge coming out as Brood Edge. They've already just said it out loud and not going to make it much of a surprise, but Finn Balor will be coming out as the demon. Haven't seen him in a long time, so I... This one's really tough, man. Honestly, I uh, gotta go with Finn Balor, man. I think, again, for the sake of how strong Judgment Day has been throughout the year, even though, honestly, Finn Balor and Damian Priest have taken a backseat to Dom Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. They've just taken over Judgment Day. They're phenomenal, but... um. I could see a lot of shenanigans in this. I could see a lot of members of Judgment Day getting involved with this one. Uh, I could see Beth Phoenix getting involved in this. I could see a whole bunch of that crap. So just for the sake of Judgment Day outnumbering Edge and Beth Phoenix, going to go with Finn Balor on this one. I'm excited. I'm going to be happy with this match. I hope I hope it lives up to the hype. They've messed up Hell in a Cells before. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget how bad that Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell was, that was a disgrace, but uh, Edge is a veteran, he's been in numerous Hell in a Cells, Finn Balor, I mean, he's he's very, very talented in the ring, so yeah, I'll go with Finn Balor on this one. Next up, we got the next, it's the Women's WrestleMania Showcase a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match, Liv Morgan and Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda and Shayna versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. So 75% of these teams are just thrown together. The only outlier is Ronda and Shayna Baszler. They've been together for a bit here, but honestly, I think I have a just I have a feeling like the easy pick here would be Ronda and Baszler because you got Ronda Rousey, but honestly, I think I'm gonna go Morgan Rodriguez. I feel like they've been pushing these two for a long time. They still appear to have a lot of uh, faith in these two, in Morgan and Rodriguez. Honestly, I'm I'm over them. I think Morgan's okay now. She's not as bad. I don't dislike her as much as I did. And Raquel Rodriguez just really is very, very generic. Really hasn't done anything really to grab my attention but i think maybe a win here it's a showcase they could really use a boost uh ronda i mean honestly ronda could use a boost here and a win at wrestlemania because ronda's stock in the in wwe is just plummeted like no one really cares that she's here if i'm being honest but i'll go with Liv morgan and, and rodriguez honestly this match i don't care about too much but um that's just kind of been a uh thing that they've been struggling with on SmackDown is the the women's division has been really struggling there uh just really hasn't no none of the women have grasped that proverbial proverbial grass brass ring or whatever it is or broken through that glass ceiling but honestly I just don't think they've given them much opportunity and when they've given them opportunity it just really hasn't been there so um I'm hoping hoping we get a banger of a match here fatal four-way I'm hoping that they're going to have four women in the ring at the same time, and it's just carnage, but uh, we'll have to, I'll have to wait and see. Now we got Bianca Belair versus Asuka, singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Going to go with, ooh, this one is actually a little bit tough now that I'm here. This is tough, man. I could see Asuka winning this one. I think I want to give it to Asuka. Bianca's kind of had a quiet year. So she doesn't really have a whole lot of momentum, I would say, coming in. And Asuka's got this new weird gimmick going on. I feel like they're trying to make her a serious threat in the in the WWE again. So I, I can honestly, I'm going to go with Asuka on this one just because of the whole change that they've got going for her. So if you're going to change the gimmick and make Asuka a whole new thing, you better make her win, put the title on her, and um, no hard feelings against Bianca. I'm a big old fan of Bianca. She just hasn't had, like last year, she was fantastic she had a great year last year 
But uh, this year, yeah, it's just been a little bit on the back burner. Uh, I feel like the whole women's division as a, as a whole, honestly, has been a little bit on the back burner. Aside from, Rhea, I think Rhea Ripley would be the MVP for me. She's been fantastic. And Becky Lynch and Damage Control. So that would be like, yeah, those though, that group of women have been fantastic. Everyone else has been a little bit rather inconsistent or just not that interesting or given uh, proper opportunities. So... Yeah, I'll go with Asuka on this one. Bianca's had a great run as the champion. I think it's just time for a switch. So, yeah, I'll go Asuka on this one. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus almost singles match. Just Brock, just squash him, get it over with. I don't even I don't even want to watch this. So, please be a squash match. Brock Lesnar has to pick up the win here because how are you going to put over almost, man? Like, are you serious with this? Why are we still trying to do this? So, I'll go Brock. And then the finale, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Cody Rhodes. Singles match for the undisputed Universal Championship, my good sir. And I'm going to go with, oh boy, this one's tough. This is a pickle. Because my only concern is if, like, I'm, in my head, I'm just, I won't let go of Sami Zania and all that stuff. So I, I could see Cody Rhodes winning it and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens winning their titles, though they have a great, it's a whole great moment. Maybe they all come out and celebrate together and they can go on as champions for a while. But at some point, they're going to have to give up the titles and give them back if we're going to try and run it back for next year's WrestleMania and we can and see if Sami Zayn can do it. So I'm going with Cody Rhodes. I mean, they brought him in here for a WrestleMania moment. They have to put the title on this guy. Roman Reigns has had his multiple-year run now. I feel like it's run its course. I feel like we're done now, right? The the little So many seeds have been planted for the implosion of the bloodline. So I feel like we can do it. I'm ready for it. And I think everybody in the universe is ready for this. I think everyone will be okay with Cody Rhodes being the champion uh, instead of if, uh, instead of Sami Zayn, even though I everyone I think if you put it to a vote, I think it would be tight. But I still think Sami Zayn would would out uh, vote Cody Rhodes as the champion. But I feel like WWE just is in a bit of a bind right here. They got to put the title on Cody, but give him his run. It'll be fine. I'm happy with it. I'm going with Cody Rhodes. Fuck it. Let's do it. No more. The bloodline is Dunyan rings. So that is my predictions for now. If other matches get added, my apologies, but I'm just going, I need to record this now before any results come out. So if you don't believe me, so be it. That's okay. I understand, but I am recording this on Friday before WrestleMania, trying to do my best to get in predictions. So with that being said, and that took a long time, so this is going to be a long recap. So my apologies. If you want to skip through this, uh, I understand this. So let's get into the weekly recap now. So we're going to start with Monday Night Raw. They were in Phoenix, Arizona. The Miz introduces the women's tag team champions, Becky and Lita with with, uh, Trish Stratus. They come out to the ring for an interview. Becky makes fun of the Miz's tiny balls. We continue that running gag. Damage control arrive. Bailey calls Trish and Lita old. That's just disrespectful. How could you? Becky goes off on a very breath-heavy rant. Like, oh my goodness. She would be... There's got to be compilations out there with her with just the no words compilation. Because every... She takes such deep inhales between such little amount of words like i'm gonna beat you (gasps) i'm gonna take you down (gasps) and stuff like that it's very very it's it's a lot becky you need to figure that one out she's a great promo but that stuff drives me a little bit bananas so anyway uh Becky goes off with that, and then they have a match. Becky Lynch versus EO Sky. And that was a solid opening segment, I must say. Uh, EO hits an amazing springboard dropkick, followed by a picture-perfect springboard moonsault. That's a thumbs up. Just gorgeous. Becky, with the manhandle slam, pins and wins. This was a fantastic performance from EO Sky, man. Oh my goodness, she is good stuff. Thumbs up for her. Becky Lynch was Becky Lynch. I mean, good stuff from her as well. But EO, man, wow, they need to... Whew, they got a gem right there. I mean, I've always known she's good. I've been a big fan of her all throughout NXT and stuff. Was beyond happy to see her back on the main roster and damage control, giving her a shot because she's incredible. And this was a good competitive match before WrestleMania. Honestly, more than I was expecting. Seven out of ten. Good match. We got Mustafa Ali. He's annoying Seth Rollins backstage, so they're going to have a match about it. So Mustafa Ali versus Seth Rollins. Seth stomps Ali's head in for a really quick W right here. Not really much to say about the match. It was eh. 
Seth says he doesn't, if he doesn't beat, beat Logan Paul at WrestleMania, he is a joke. And I mean, yes, I, I agree with that. So Seth tells the crowd to sing his song. I don't like, honestly, I really don't. I'm getting a, a bit annoyed with the way that Seth has been doing the song song lately. Just let the crowd do it naturally. I mean, they do it naturally on their own. Now they're like pushing it too much. So I'm getting a little bit burned out with the song. So just... Just be careful, Seth. Overall, this was just kind of meh. Didn't like this that much. Chelsea Green backstage. She's complaining her way into a tag team match for an opportunity to go to WrestleMania. And Baron, just before that, was trying to get onto WrestleMania. And Adam Pierce was like, eh, I don't know about this. And his face was priceless. So, really funny segment. I like that. Thumbs up. Oh, geez. Oh, now we move to the official weigh-in for Almost and Brock Lesnar. Almost is getting weighed. Brock Lesnar comes out to attack Almost. The scale get, gets picked up, but is not used. They just hold on to it. It's really stupid. The crowd was completely silent until Lesnar came out. A little bit of a pop there for him, but Almost dead quiet for the most part. This just sucked. Thumbs down. Finn Balor, they say it, they just announce it straight up. He is going to return as the Demon at WrestleMania. So thank you so much for the surprise. As usual, WWE, just thanks for that. We move on to an eight-man tag team match. Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus, or with the Street Profits. So kind of a preview of the Fatal 4-Way match. They're going to have them team up a little bit here. Uh, all the teams start brawling with each other, so it goes very off off, uh, off the rails here. But it does get back on track enough for Ricochet to hit the Swanton Bomb off of Braun Strowman's shoulders. Ford follows that up with a big old splash over Braun Strowman for the W. Good showcase match. They Another really just... I. Like I'm giving, I give them a little bit of leeway because it's a go home show, so I don't expect them to go over the top with matches because you just don't want anybody to get hurt before WrestleMania. But again, this was a good showcase, and I enjoyed this seven out of ten. Maxine Dupree locks, uh, sorry, she's looking on in disgust at the loss for Otis, so she's not impressed. I expect, I'm expecting her to do some shenanigans during the Fatal Four Way and probably screw it up for Alpha Academy, but it is what it is. Bloodline, we get that Goodfellas parody. I finally get to see it, and it was just okay. I yeah, not that good. I still think the. Um, the best one was the 40-year-old virgin thing with uh, the Brawling Brutes. That was the best one. Austin Theory cuts a empty arena promo against John Cena, and it was fine. It was okay. It definitely was not as... It definitely wasn't John Cena level, but it was fine. Interesting to see an empty arena promo. It's, it's been since COVID we've seen that. So, yeah, interesting to see that again. Actually, I don't ever want to see that again. Thank you. Thank you very much. We get the next Hall of Fame inductee. I pop for this one. It is Stacy Keebler. Oh, my goodness. She is so gorgeous, man. I always thought she was the most beautiful. Uh, her and Tori Wilson were, like, my two favorites growing up when uh, I was watching wrestling. And, yeah, I loved Stacy Keebler. Though she wasn't, like... A technical stalwart or anything in the ring she was just she was fun man I ever, everyone liked Stacey Keeler. so congratulations to her we got Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green versus Mia Yim and Candice LeRae for the final spot in the women's fatal four-way tag team at Wrestlemania so this kind of gets spoiled with my predictions so yeah Sonya and Chelsea cheat to pick up the victory here they are going to Wrestlemania disappointing match though didn't get a lot of time i was honestly hoping for a banger right here i mean uh these are these are four pretty darn good wrestlers i mean chelsea green she can go but her gimmick kind of prevents her from going that often but yeah kind of a letdown with this match honestly we got Paul Heyman. He is hyping up the beating that Cody Rhodes is going to receive from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Just a classic good little hype-up promo from Paul Heyman. Damian Priest with Dom Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, boy. Uh, Dom cuts a awesome promo against his family. He drops the, I wish Eddie was my real father line. And I was like, oh, goddamn, he finally did it. That was awesome. Crowd just boos the shit out of him. Awesome stuff from Dom. Thumbs up. Ray's face when he comes out, though, absolute phenomenal. So good. The dead stare, absolutely disgusted with what just the words that just came out of his son's mouth. I love this shit. Uh, good match, though. Uh, they were having a really good match. It was wrecked because uh, Dom attacks his dad to add on more heat for the WrestleMania match and all that stuff. Uh, Legato rundown for the save for Ray Mysterio. So. 
I actually, now that I think about it, Legato could come down and uh, kind of even the odds for Rey Mysterio. So, again, I'm still going to stay with Dom winning at WrestleMania. He should, but I mean, I, I wouldn't. I understand if Rey wins it for if he's going to retire and all that stuff, but whatever. It's all good. We got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn cut a promo backstage about their long journey together. They've been friends for well before the WWE. They've been in the indies together for a long time. Anyway, uh, they also discussed the importance of Los Angeles, and they will beat the Usos for the undisputed titles. It was a solid, quick little promo right here. We got Gunter with Imperium versus... Dolph Ziggler, oh boy, poor Dolph gets the shit kicked out of him straight up, like the trooper he is, he sells it fantastically, and yeah, he makes Gunter look like an absolute murderer going into WrestleMania, so gonna give a thumbs up for uh, for Dolph Ziggler and his fantastic selling, but it's a squash match, not really much to say about that. Now we got the main event. It is Cody Rhodes. He will not stop wrestling. I'm, I'm just, I get so scared that he's going to get hurt. He's going up against Solo Sokoa with Paul Heyman. Cody ready to put Solo away. The Usos walk out distracting Cody, Cody, giving Solo the advantage for a little bit. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn run out. They brawl with the Usos on the stage. Cody nails the crossroads for the W. Very solid main event right here. Adds more momentum for Cody Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens into WrestleMania. So, I mean, I know it's typical for the the anyone who's going into the pay-per-view with momentum tends to lose this. But I'm going with my gut, baby. So I'm just going to go with what I said. And this was a really solid go-home Raw, honestly. Heading into WrestleMania, I thought they did a good job adding more uh, hype and more matches. Except for almost in Lesnar. I just, I, oh god, I just, I have no idea what they were thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that something fell through. Like, they had something else planned with Brock Lesnar, and maybe they, all they had was almost. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, six and a half out of 10 so let's move on now to nxt 2.0 we start off with the 20-man battle royale for the final spot in the north american title match at stand and deliver which is also this saturday before wrestlemania so this is an just a stupid amount of wrestling this weekend man like you got stand and deliver that's going to be three hours wrestlemania night one what are we talking four five hours something like that and night two four or five hours like oh my goodness gonna be a lot of wrestling so bear with me everybody if i if the review for wrestlemania stand and deliver is a little bit late and stuff like that if you want to keep up to date with any announcements and stuff like that follow along on twitter i'll throw out as many as announcements as i can to keep people updated this is the first time i'm doing wrestlemania as a podcaster so i have no idea what the workload's going to be so yes apologies let's get back to the recap so we got a gnarly elimination for Dijak, just a couple of knees straight up to the face and then Oz- odyssey jones's ass to his face twice like whew, thank you very thank you very much for coming he's out of here thumbs up for that also made me giggle Dempsey eliminates Gulak and Hank. Dabakato eliminates Apollo. So we got some storyline building right there. Final four ends up being Dabakato, Dempsey, Axiom, and Nathan Frazier. Pretty good. It says Dabakato gets uh, triple teamed by everybody. He gets eliminated quickly first. So it comes down to those final three guys. Axiom damn near breaks his neck off of a German suplex from Dempsey. I mean, oh my goodness, scary selling right there. Axiom does get his revenge. He eliminates Dempsey. The final two is Axiom and Nathan Frazier. Perfect springboard moonsault DDT by Axiom. I mean, thing of beauty. I love that move. Thumbs up. Axiom throws Frazier out after a great one-on-one little quick match there. For a huge W, he gets the final spot in the North American title match. This was a great opening royale, man. Adding numerous storylines throughout, just building more heat. And I mean, the final the final three with Dempsey, Axiom, Frazier, fantastic. I like that uh, Dabakato was there in the end. So he's building some good momentum there. Well done. Eight out of 10. We got Chase U. They hype up Tyler Bate, but not Duke Hudson. He's just standing there being annoyed by everything. So, uh-oh. Again, man, Duke Hudson, he's going to leave any minute now. Kiana surprises Brooke and Jensen with a opportunity at getting onto the stand and deliver card. Wow, okay, wow, what an opportunity. But Henley is very angry at Kiana for going behind her back, but like, what the fuck? Very confusing. We move on to Vaughn Wagner with Mr. Stone versus Tyler Bate with Chase U. 
Bate hits a wicked dive onto Mr. Stone with the accidental assist from Duke. So he was trying to pull the rope down to uh, inter- like to fuck up Bate, but he just dives over the rope. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Awesome spot right there. Thumbs up for that. Bate hits the twisty top rope maneuver that he does. I'm sorry. I don't know the name of it. Picks up the W. Short match. It was okay. It was fine. Uh, Roxanne Perez, she informed Shawn Michaels that she is cleared to compete now. She collapsed last week due to anxiety and exhaustion. So Perez has a really open conversation to Shawn Michaels about her struggles with anxiety and all that stuff. And she still wants a chance to win her title back. So this is a really good segment. It's a, it's obviously very scripted. It wasn't live or anything. So it was good for uh, Perez. I, I enjoyed it. The realness of the promo and all that stuff. So it was good. I liked it. Thumbs up. We got Electra Lopez versus Valentina Ferois. Lopez picking up a really quick, uh, fairly dominant victory over Ferois. Honestly, this is another disappointing match right here. I was expecting a lot more. I'm a... Pretty big undercover fan of Ferois. I think she's undercover, or sorry, not undercover, underrated. She's really good. Uh, so, I'll, yeah, I was kind of hoping for more. We get Eddie Thorpe. He makes his in-ring debut versus Miles Bourne. Thorpe shows off some all-right striking ability. Honestly, nothing flashy. Hits a very generic swinging netbreaker for the W. I mean, yeah, again, WWE, they do not know how to make a good debut for a guy. Just, yeah, meh, not good, not good at all. We get the last chance triple threat match here. Soul Ruka versus Ivy Nile versus Indy Hartwell. Soul hits the Soul Snatcher out of nowhere while Ivy is applying a submission on Indy Hartwell. That was stunning. That was beautifully done. Thumbs up for that. Again, I'll say it again. Soul Snatcher, one of the best finishers in WWE right now. Indy steals the pin, though, from Soul, and she is going to stand and deliver. So, wow, Indy Hartwell, big win right there. Good, fast-paced match. All three women were impressive. And, man, Soul with that. Oh, what a spot there. That was excellent. 7 out of 10. Good match. All all the competitors and the champion pop up around the arena. So, it's going to be an interesting match. I look forward to this one. We got Hank Walker versus Drew Gulak with Charlie Dempsey. Hank is continuing to improve in the ring, but uh, not enough to get the victory over Dempsey, or uh, sorry, over Drew Gulak, because Dempsey was interfering throughout the match. Uh, it was okay. It was all right. I, I, again, I really like the development of Hank Walker over the last, over this year. Really good stuff. We got Briggs and Jensen versus the Don and Stacks. So if Briggs and Jensen win this match, they get added to the tag team title match at Stand and Deliver, and it'll become a fatal four-way match. So, bada bing, bada boom, Stacks and the Don win. Bada bing, bada boom, that's the name of their uh, finishing maneuver. So, uh, there you go. Uh, really solid tag team match, man. Uh, both teams hitting some cool tag team moves throughout. I, I'm a big old fan of that stuff, you know that, so that's a thumbs up. Kiana kisses Jensen. Booker T loses his mind on commentary, doing the ducky, ducky, quack, quack, baloney. Alrighty then. And we finish off the show with the Grayson Waller contract signing. Grayson comes out. He is surrounded by security. Gargano's music hits. Waller pops off the shirt. He's awaiting the arrival of Gargano. But he's not coming out. Where the heck is he? Oh, it turns out Johnny reveals he was a cameraman in disguise the whole time. Oh, my God. Brawl breaks out. Waller beating down his own security guards. I, I don't know what happened there. Gargano has blood on his face, but I'm, I'm unsure if it's uh, his blood or if it's Walter's blood. So a good, pretty solid segment here. We've seen this time and time again with the cameraman hidden trick, but um, I like this segment. It was pretty darn good. And that was a good-ass NXT right there. That Battle Royale at the beginning, I'm a big old fan of Battle Royale, so there might be a little bit of bias in that, but I thought it was well done. I really liked it. So I think you should check out that match. It was worthwhile. Sol Ruka has one of the... I love that finisher so much. And the ending, adding more heat for Grayson Waller and Johnny Gargano. I think that match is going to be a banger. So speaking of that, let's do the NXT Stand and Deliver predictions because I'm not going to lie, I semi-forgot about it, but let's do it right now. Let's get it done. So match one, Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller. Unsanctioned match. So I got to go with Grayson Waller right here. Uh, Johnny Gargano, I love you, but I think he's going to do the job right here. He's going to put over Grayson Waller in fantastic fashion. Should be a good match. Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams. Singles match for the NXT Championship. 
This is tough, man. This one's tough. I mean, Carmelo Hayes is a really, really talented wrestler. With Trick Williams, that is, uh, that's kind of the secret ingredient here. As, as uh, If he's going to win the match, Carmelo Hayes, it's going to be Trick Williams. He's going to be interfering. But Braun Breaker, uh, I don't know. They, they have... They, put a lot of chips into Braun Breaker. They seem to really, really like this guy. So I'm just going to go with Braun Breaker. I don't really see him kind of losing that title. I could see this going on for more matches because this is just a singles match, right? So this, I could see this rivalry continuing, hopefully continuing onward for a little bit longer. We can get some more gimmick matches out of these two because I think this could be a strong rivalry. So I'll go with Braun Breaker. Roxanne Perez versus Zoe Starks versus Gigi Dolan versus Tiffany versus Valkyria versus Indy Hartwell ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. This is huge. So, apparently I think uh, they've stripped the title off of Roxanne Perez, so she she doesn't technically have it right now, so she needs to win it back in this ladder match. Oh boy, this is tough. I can really see her. Well, it says that she's the champion, so I don't think so. I guess she's still the champion. This is going to be a big test for her. Uh, Zoe Starks is in there. She's fantastic. Dolan is in there. She's great. I can see, um, what's her face? The other one from Toxic Attraction coming down and fucking it up for Gigi Dolan. So that makes sense. Honestly, I think Perez is just going to get it back or just retain it. She's, uh, I think it'd be a little bit early and maybe a little bit damaging to her if she loses this title, but they do have the really good reasoning for her to lose this championship. The stacks are stacked against her. She is up against one, two, three, four, five other women, and it's a ladder match. So rather, I think this is the make or break match for... Roxanne Perez, if she defends this, I think they're really going all in with her, making her a legit, probably the best wrestler on the roster. And uh, if she loses it, then I think they're pulling the plug on her. So for the sake of her, I like her. I don't love her, but this would be a great place for my boo, my baby, uh, the girl Cora Jade to come back and do some damage here. That would be a lot of fun. So this is kind of a pick em. Uh don't think Valkyria will get it. Hartwell will be kind of nice. No way for Tiffany. Gigi, I just, I, not yet. Zoe Stark is the only one really in there that I feel like could hold the championship, and I'd be really happy with that. Same with Indy Hartwell. That'd be like the undercover pick that would be, that would make me happy, but I'll go with Roxanne Perez. We got Fallon Henley and Kiana James defending against Alba Fire and Isla Dawn in a tag team match for the women's championships. Said that weird, but the Fallon and Henley are also out with Josh Briggs and Brooks. This is tough. This is honestly a little bit tough. I think with all of the shenaniganry and the fact that Henley and James don't like each other, I'm going to go with Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Even though they're a new tag team, I think they're more focused as a tag team, so I'm going to go with those two. Wesley defends in a five-way match against Dragon Lee, J.D. McDonough, Ilya Dragunov, and Axiom. Oh my god, I just jizzed. I mean, oh my god, this match is... This is a dream match for me. Like, these... All these guys are phenomenal. Phenomenal. And in a five-way match, this might be a little bit too rich. Like, this might be too much talent, honestly. Like, you might have needed, like, a big guy or something in there just to kind of... I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm expecting this match to be absolutely fantastic this is for the nxt north american championship i would love for jd mcdonough to win this match really really would i think he is phenomenal honestly i'd be happy with all these guys like axiom honestly like he's great in the ring he just doesn't have the mic skills dragon lee is brand new jd mcdonough i think oh my god he would be such a good champion dude give it to jd i'm going for jd i just want it going with my going with my heart on this one we got the triple threat Gallus versus the Creed Brothers versus the Family. This is an interesting one. This is for the NXT Tag Team Championships, of course. I feel suspicious about Tony D. Maybe he's going to get them, like, drunk or something before the match. I don't think they'll do that, but this is also a really tough one to predict. I mean, all three of these guys are quite good. Uh, Tony D, I really, I love the gimmick so much. The Kree Brothers are a fantastic tag team, honestly. Gallus, they've been great since they've returned. They've been here for a short period of time. They already picked up the championships, so I could see them losing it to either of them i i have a hard time thinking that they're going to retain it even though man they've been crushing it honestly they've been fantastic since they returned like i said this is a tough one honestly this this feels like a pick em. triple threat tag team match i'm not 100 percent sure if that means there's going to be no rules if that's the case i'd go tony d if it's not 
I'm going with the Creed Brothers. So if it's no disqualification, Tony D and Stakes. If it's no, if it's just a clean, normal match, the Creed Brothers. So there. And then we finish it off. Chase University. I, I this is definitely not how this this pay per view is going to go down. I mean, Braun Breaker and Carmella is got to be the main event. Anyway, Chase University uh, versus the Schism. So eight person mixed tag team match. The winner gains control of Chase University. Holy crap! Uh, so this is wild. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, it's gonna. I have to go with the Schism on this one because I don't trust Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson's going to switch sides and he's gonna screw over Chase University. I. That's just how it. I feel like that's how it's got to be. I. I don't like the Schism. But honestly, they've been better of late. They've been not as annoying and cryptic. They still are, but they're not as. So I'll just go with them, honestly. I think it's going to be a pretty fun match. It's going to be mostly story-based, but um, should be fun. So what do you think about that? Let me know your predictions for WrestleMania and Stand and Deliver. It's going to be a freaking crazy weekend, y'all. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Speaking of crazy, we now move to Dynamite. AEW, they are in St. Louis and they're starting the show off with Jungle Boy versus Matt Hardy with Ethan Page. Hook comes out to deal with Ethan Page because he's being a douchebag. Jungle Boy clocks Matt in the back of the head for the W and a very good opening match. I mean, Matt Hardy, man, he keeps going, he keeps clocking, he keeps ticking, and he puts on a good match right here. Seven and a half out of ten. We got MJF, he comes out, cuts another great promo on Jungle Boy, asks asks him if he remembers the advice that he gave him, and Jungle Boy says, yeah, I remember you told me to become a selfish scumbag like him. I mean, (laughs) that's some good shit right there. MJF doing what he does best, he just pisses off Jungle Boy until Jungle Boy can't takes no more. They start brawling all over the place, and I mean, oh my goodness, as usual, just incredible heel work from MJF. That's a double thumbs up for his performance right here. And Jungle Boy, even though he admits himself during this promo that he's not the best talker, and he wishes he could be as good of a talker as MJF, but I thought he did a pretty good job right here. I mean, next to MJF, it's kind of glaring how um, how much better MJF is, but uh, it was good. I like this. We've got Jericho Appreciation Society are taking the acclaimed out on the town. They're just going around St. Louis having a good time. Pretty funny segment right here. Thumbs up. We got a trios match. It is Dalton Castles and the boys. Oh man, I'm so excited. I love this guy. Versus Blackpool Combat Plus. Combat plug? Are you serious? No, the Combat Club. Come on, man. Poor Castles and the boys, though, they get jumped by Blackpool during their entrance, so I don't even get to see Dalton Castles in a match. I mean, I guess the best part is the entrance, but still, I'm upset. Claudio trips and falls. He takes out his rage on the boys, kicks the ever living shit out of them, hits a huge power bomb for the W. So I guess there was, I guess it was a match, but not really. It was a squash match. And what is going on with Blackpool right now? They're becoming a group of hooligans. Hooligans, I tells ya. They continue the onslaught backstage, blindsiding Hangman Adam Page. Adam Cole, Adam Page, is that his name? Adam Page. And Don Callis, and Don Callis gets the worst of it. I mean, he is busted open really, really badly. Camera pans down, and there's, like, just blood everywhere. So I don't, I think it's because he fell down and he bonked his head on something, but, ugh, gruesome looking. Now we got Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb, so... I am familiar with Jeff Cobb. I've seen him a handful of times in uh, New Japan. This guy is freaking awesome. He is like, oh, he is just a little tank. I mean, he is awesome. And he is fighting for the IWGP United States Championship, which I guess Kenny Omega has won again. I I didn't see it, but good for him. So Kenny Omega is dealing with a lot of bumps and bruises coming into this match. Mainly his ribs. He's got them taped up. He's, uh, yeah, really doing not so good. He's definitely not 100% going into this match. Regardless, though, Omega and Cobb put on a outstanding strong style war. Like, oh my goodness, what a match. Great storytelling. Kenny selling the injuries throughout, telling a really good story. But he still managed to hit the one-wing angel on Cobb. And, man, this was an enjoyable match numerous times I was like ow my back the way that they were like fucking jerking their backs and just throwing each other around Jeff or um, sorry, yeah Jeff Cobb trying to hit the one winged angel on Kenny Omega you don't do that shit man but really enjoyable match eight and a half out of ten 
And then the hooligans are back. Blackpool surrounding the ring. They're scaring poor Kenny Omega, trying to be all intimidating and shit. Daniel Bryanson... Is that his name? No, Brian Danielson runs down to calm everything down. Kenny doesn't want the help. I don't... Okay. But Danielson doesn't care. He attacks Kenny Omega out of nowhere. And then Blackpool run in to assist in the ass-kicking of poor Kenny Omega. What the heck is going on? Oh, damn. Danielson and the Blackpool just turning full heel right here. Like, okay, I'm into it. I uh, I kind of like when uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan goes heel. It's it's decent. It was okay in the WWE, but if they're doing this in AEW, it could be some really fun stuff. I like this. Butcher with the Blade versus Orange Cassidy. I think this is for the title. Uh, I don't have it written down for the title, but anyway. Butcher and Blade jump Orange Cassidy before the bell. Blade gets tossed out of the match. Orange says he's good to go, so the bell rings and the match is on. Butcher is just beating the crap out of Orange Cassidy. He hits this really nasty backbreaker that just... Goodness gracious. Blade runs down anyway, even though he's got he got kicked out. He just runs down anyway. Hits Orange in the back with a crowbar. Like, come on, dude. Best friends down for even more shenanigans to even the odds. Orange hits the beach break on Butcher to retain the championship. So, yes, it was for the championship. There it is. Solid match, but, like, oh, my goodness. Week after week, anytime Orange Cassidy is in a match, we got tons of Gaga, best friends running down, and just, holy moly, so many cooks in the kitchen kind of took away from the match for me personally but uh, it was still solid match now we got willow nightingale versus ruby soho with the outcasts outcasts are getting involved all throughout this match poor willow is just out there all by herself ruby goes shot for shot with willow i mean not a good idea willow underratedly can kick some ass so thumbs up for this moment right here and then a gnarly death valley driver with a twist from willow i mean ooh, i like that very nice move right there thumbs up for that Ruby hits multiple no futures, but Willow keeps kicking out of that. That's really impressive. Willow gets outnumbered by Ruby and the Outcast. They cheat to win, holding her down for the pin. Very impressive performance here, though, from Willow Nightingale. Like, wow. At first, I really did not like her. She came in with this just generic, I'm happy to be here gimmick. And now, over the last year, she's turned into this badass, like, I'm going to whoop you. And, yeah, really good stuff. This might have been the best match I've seen her in. 8 out of 10. Great stuff. The Outcast attack Willow after the bell. Rio, Britt Baker, and my boo, my baby, Jamie Hayter, run down for the save yet again. Now, it is time for the main event. It is Adam Cole returning to the ring for the first time in, like, about a year or so now. He's going up against Daniel Garcia. So, a great ovation from the crowd for Adam Cole coming back. They got the booms. They got everything is back, just like the way it used to be. So, that's a thumbs up. Garcia is kicking up the dust on Cole during the match. I mean, the disrespect over here. What is that crap? It was pretty funny, though. It made me giggle. Not, not, Not enough for a thumbs up, though. Garcia hits a early pile driver on Cole, and then after that, like, Cole sells it like he broke his neck, and the rest of the match, he just gets dominated by by Garcia. Cole ends up fighting back, drops the boom on Garcia for the really good, feel-good victory right here. So, a solid returning match uh, for Adam Cole, taking his time, telling a really good story, selling the injury of that of his neck, and that pile driver did a really good job. Normally, that would be boring for a lot of other wrestlers, but Adam Cole's so good at selling. Really, like, thought he was actually injured. Like, he's so good, man. Thumbs up for that. And then his wife, Britt Baker, comes down. They get the big old confetti celebration for them. That's nice. That's a thumbs up again. And Chris Jericho just comes down quietly to collect Garcia. But his song is going on and the crowd's just going fucking nuts for his song. So pretty funny. Made me laugh. And that was an awesome dynamite. Honestly, a a bit too much Gaga. I mean, most matches end up having interference, but a little bit understandable because they're leading up to a pay-per-view, so they're not going to have a whole lot of clean finishes right now, but uh, I'm just getting a little bit exhausted because it's been like at least three weeks in a row, especially with the best friends and Orange Cassidy and just a little bit too much Gaga for my liking. Anyway, uh, the matches, though, this week were really, really good quality wrestling and storytelling throughout feel good moment there at the end i like that eight out of ten really really strong dynamite 
And we'll go into Rampage now because they were still in St. Louis. We got right out of the gate. I'm, oh, baby. We got Sammy Guevara with Ty Mello versus Takeshka. Oh, my God, Takeshka. You're my boy, baby. Takeshka on his knees hits a German suplex. I mean, that is just underratedly amazing. I I mean, I don't think a lot of people are going to pop for that, but that's just, mm, that is impressive. Anyway, uh, Sammy with the insane agility, he flips out of one of the German suplexes, landing on his feet, just stupidly impressive. Uh, so many crazy spots, though, throughout this match. I could not possibly have written all of them down. Just insanely athletic abilities from both of these two young guys. So Sammy picking up the win here. I mean, my wife making a pretty good point here. She's she pointed out that she, I don't think Takeshka has won a match since she since he's made his debut on AEW. I think he's picked up some wins on other programs like Dark and stuff. We just probably haven't seen it, but that is a good point. Even though uh, Takeshka hasn't been winning a lot in AEW, he has become a fan favorite because this dude can wrestle, and it was a great match. Eight out of ten. Moving on, we got a decent QTV segment. QT Marshall showing off his new, admittedly pretty awesome finisher. It's like a powerbomb driver thing. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Short but sweet little segment. We got Matt Hardy. He makes it official. It's going to be Hook versus Ethan Page. And Ethan Page not looking over the paperwork uh, for the contract that Matt Hardy wrote up. And Ethan Page is signing it. Matt Hardy's got that, you know, that shit-eating grin on his face. So he's up to no good. So we'll see what's going on with that more than likely next week. And we got the Kings of the Black Throne. It's Brody King and Malachi Black versus best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. I have to say before we get into the match, that Black Throne entrance is freaking unbelievable. So cool. The music is so awesome. The lights go dark and it's oh, it's so scary. And oh, I would love to experience that live. That looks so freaking cool. Thumbs up for that. And then right after that, you got the the contrast of the best friends coming out, the complete opposite. So you got these like really evil, dark kings of the Black Throne, and then these like cheery, happy best friends guys. I mean, I love that. That's hilarious. That's a thumbs up. Well done. Even if it was by accident. Well done. Brody choke slams Trent Beretta onto the apron, and I mean Trent's face right there just says it all. Just that hurts. Okay, that freaking hurts. Brody power bombs Chuck through a table, and then that's it. All hell breaks loose. Brody hits, uh, gets hit with a chair, and then we get a really rare disqualification for this match. That boo, boo, damn it! Uh, but still, honestly, this was a, a good tag team match. Good utilization though of the disqualification. I mean, it is rare, and it is taking this rivalry uh, to the next level. So I thought it was well done. It's not just a DQ because they can't come up with a with a more creative finish uh, looking at the WWE, but uh, I liked it. It was good. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. We got Orange. He runs down to try and help cut off, or uh, sorry, to help stop the beatdown, but he gets cut off by Buddy Matthews, and then Best Friends and Orange get viciously beaten down by the House of Black. So, <laughs> Mr. Black. Anyway, moving on. We got Keith Lee versus Swerve. They're going for this light versus dark gimmick. So, this is just a video package, by the way, but I'm kind of into this. I, I like it. Like, maybe if Keith Lee turns his hair full white instead of this kind of awkward gray thing that's going on. I don't know. I haven't seen Keith Lee in a couple weeks, I don't think, so maybe he's cleaned that that look up a little bit. But it was a decent little video package here, even though I'm not into this rivalry really whatsoever, but uh, it was all right. Uh, we got Maria Shafir versus Taya Valkyrie. Jade Cargill and her posse, they come out to watch the match from the stage. Valkyrie hits the Jaded for the win, which really upsets Jade and the posse. They serve... Valkyria, uh, Valkyria, I can't, oh man, I'm struggling with that because there's a Valkyria in WWE and a Valkyrie in, in AEW. So Valkyrie, she gets served the ceased and desist papers. Holy, th these are some tough words, y'all. I'm struggling. I got a high school education, all right? Just bear with me. So anyway, Taya attacks the poor innocent woman who gave her the papers. This further angers the TBS champion Cardgill, and honestly, this was just meh. The match was whatever. It was quick, and this whole thing, it's fine. I'm just, eh, it's whatever. 
But now, it is time for the main event. It is Juice Robinson versus Action Andretti. And the juice is loose. That is the finisher of Robinson. He picks up the win here against Action. It was a it was a solid match. Uh, juice mocking Starks after this match. It was mostly just kind of a fluff-up match for Robinson. Kind of predictable that he was going to win this match because he has an upcoming match against Ricky Stocks. But it was good. I mean, Action Andretti getting what now? I think they said his third match main event for Rampage, so pretty good for him. It would be nice to see him get some wins, but he's young, he's athletic, he's entertaining to watch. But anyway, Juice is mocking Stark's stocks after the match. Ricky bolts out, he's super pissed off, and Juice Robinson runs away like a chicken. And this was a good Rampage. I liked it. Back to the formula, just good matches, fast promos, and yeah, that fucking Kings of the Black Throne, whatever the hell you want to call them, I love that that entrance. Might be my favorite one right now. It's it's ridiculous. It's like a Mastodon concert or something. It's ridiculous. 7 out of 10 for Rampage. And we move on now to SmackDown. They were also in St. Louis. Wait, hold on a minute. We're, wow, everyone was in St. Louis this week. What the hell? Hold on a minute. That's not right. Where was SmackDown? My bad. I think I went... Oh, SmackDown was in Los Angeles. That makes sense. Okay, I went to the wrong thing. All right. Back on track now. They're in Los Angeles, so in the city that is hosting WrestleMania. So you can already feel the vibes in the crowd. Very, very excited crowd for WrestleMania. We start SmackDown with the Usos. They are in the ring. They get met by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Great promos from both sides going back and forth. Usos predicting that Kevin Owens will betray Sami Zayn again because they ain't real family, dog. And that's a, that's a decent point. I mean, they've broken up numerous times over and over again, but I think they'll get it done for WrestleMania. But good opening segment right here. I will give it a thumbs up. We got a fatal four-way match. Ford versus Ricochet versus Eric versus Gable with all of their tag team partners out there. So this is a a showcase match for the upcoming fatal four-way tag team match. So Ford and Ricochet just having a little bit of a dance-off, a legitimate dance-off, like dancing, dancing. It was entertaining, and both can dance. I, I will give them that. We got a beautiful, absolutely beautiful rolling deadlift German suplex by Chad Gable on Ricochet. I mean, oh. Oh, gorgeous. Thumbs up for that. Ricochet hits the shooting star on Chad Gable for the W. Ford was just too exhausted there to break up the pin because he just hit a frog splash. So I thought this was a really, really good showcase slash preview for the upcoming tag team match at WrestleMania. Gable and Ricochet were were great out there. I mean, wow, what a performance from them. Very surprised there was no interference with all the tag team partners just hanging out on the outside. I don't recall them doing anything of note. So I enjoyed this 7 out of 10. And now we get the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. So this is cool because this is normally a WrestleMania pre-show thing. And it's actually getting some, I don't know, it's getting more attention here on SmackDown. So I like this. It starts out, though, with, like, way, we're talking way too many people in the ring. Like, there, they said there was 33 guys in there. So 33 people starting in the ring. So a lot of shit is going on. But I did catch Baron Corbin getting eliminated immediately. He is ultra pissed off, so that was a funny spot. Braun losing a staring, conte- a staring contest with Dexter Loomis. That was that really stood out. Even though there's so many people, you just you just notice this fucking six foot seven man just having a stare off with this really creepy guy. And Braun gets like annoyed. He just goes ah, and he just walks away. Hilarious. That's a thumbs up. Butch and Ridge try to eliminate Bronson Reed together, but Bronson is just too strong. He ends up eliminating both of them. That's wild. The final three, because I didn't see who the fourth was, is Bronson, Braun Strowman, and Bobby Lashley. Lashley tosses Bronson out to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. I mean, a little bit predictable. I... I saw this coming a mile away that Bobby Lashley was going to win this. You kind of look at the tiers of wrestlers in there. I mean, I really enjoyed the performances from uh, Butch. LA Knight was pretty good in there. Johnny Gargano was pretty good. Braun Strowman was... I liked his performance that he got tossed out and he held on and his feet almost, almost touched the ropes. I mean, for a man his size to do that, 
that was really impressive. And of course, uh, Bronson Reed is going to get my MVP. I thought his performance was great. Really would have enjoyed if he got the win there. But the final two performance, I thought he stood out the most in that match. And it was a really good Royale. I'm a, like I said before, I'm a big old fan of Royales, but this one was good. Seven and a half out of ten. Now we got another Fatal 4-Way match, this one with the women's now. It is Raquel Rodriguez versus Shayna versus Natalia versus Sonya Deville with all their tag team partners, of course. We got Raquel lifting Natalia and Shayna Baszler at the same time, but Deville takes her legs out. That was... A, it was impressive, the strength shown there from Raquel, but also terrifying because I was scared that uh, when she attacked her knee, that her knee might actually buckle and, like, freaking break. So that was scary, but also really impressive. It gets a thumbs up. Raquel, though, is still able to pick up the W in this match. It was solid. I mean, it wasn't as good as the men's, mostly because they just didn't get as much time as the men's match, but it was a nice teaser for the Mania match. Well done. We got Legato backstage with Rey Mysterio. They tell him that they got his back at WrestleMania if the, if he needs it. Rey presents them with some t-shirts. Oh, how nice. How great. How nice is that? But legitimately, they're badass because he reveals that it says Latino World Order. L-W-O, baby. In the style of the N-W-O t-shirt. It's, it's so awesome. A real good callback to WCW. I pop for this, so that's a thumbs up from me. We got a tag team match. It is Drew McIntyre and Sheamus teaming up this time, even though they're friends. Well, they're kind of frenemies right now because they have to face each other at WrestleMania, but they have to team up tonight, so kind of predictable. But they are taking on Imperium, Kaiser, and Vinci with Gunter out there. Drew and Sheamus argue throughout the match predictably, but they get the job done. They obliterate Imperium for a pretty easy W, and it was a, it was a solid match. Not bad. Now, we finish it off with Cody Rhodes in his end-of-the-road promo. Cody dropping bars from California Love. I mean, what? What the fuck? That's a thumbs up. That's awesome. Uh, but he does fire some good shots at Roman Reigns. I mean, saying that it took, in a 10-year investment, it's only been paying off for the last eight years for the WWE and Roman Reigns. I mean, that's a good burn right there. That's some good shit. That made me giggle. That's a thumbs up. Uh, this does summon the Tribal Chief and Paul Heyman. They do the big old entrance. It takes forever. Roman tells Cody to acknowledge him. And that's it. That's all he's got. They stare and the show ends. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. A little bit awkward ending there. But um, Cody Rhodes was good. I mean, Cody was good. Roman said like four words. So, eh. But a uh, good ending segment. I liked it. Thumbs up. And the ending was, like I said, it was a little bit flat, but uh, really good. Go Home Smackdown. I was honestly impressed with how good the matches were <laughs> leading into WrestleMania. But um, much prefer the uh, Andre uh, Battle Royale thing being on SmackDown just because I think it's going to get more eyes. And Bobby Lashley winning it, though predictable. I liked what they did with a lot of the other guys in the match that had good performances. And the two Fatal 4-Way matches were really good teasers for the for the upcoming WrestleMania matches. I do have a little bit of a fear, though, that those two matches might end up being better than the WrestleMania matches. We'll have to wait and see. They, they could blow me out of the water. They could potentially steal the show. So that is awesome. So that is all the wrestling for this week. Let us, let us finish it off with the three stars of the week award. So we got some pretty decent matches to go through this week. I got a couple here for the shout out segment. They didn't quite make the cut, but I thought they were good enough that they deserve a shout out. So Matt Hardy versus jungle boy on dynamite. I mean, I am a big old Matt Hardy fan. I've always liked Matt Hardy more than Jeff Hardy, mostly because everyone likes Jeff and I just felt bad for Matt Hardy. And I think he's just as awesome, if not better sometimes. So really enjoyed that match with jungle boy and the promo after with MJF and Jungle Boy that was really good but yeah that was that was good the NXT 20 man battle royale that was a really great great battle royale this is a, sh a shout out for a lot of ba battle royale right here so the Andre the Giant battle royale I'm also going to shout out so again I mean it kind of shows here yeah I like me a battle royale but I thought these were both really really well done battle royales they got a little bit of storytelling in there uh building some rivalries and they also did some good showcases once the rings started to clear out a little bit really got some nice wrestling in there as well i thought they were both really good now to the three stars of the week third star goes to 
Willow Nightingale versus Ruby Soho on Dynamite. I mean, whoa. Like I said, this might have been the best performance I've seen out of Willow Nightingale. She continues to improve. And um, Ruby, I mean, yeah, she's kind of hit and miss for me in terms of matches. But she's a veteran in there. And that was a well-done match. I really enjoyed it. Second star is going to my boy, Takeshka versus Sammy Guevara. I mean, two young studs putting on a fucking really really good opening match i mean that match kind of says it all for rampage just right out of the gate within a minute of the show you're already like whoa okay this is action-packed this is crazy really enjoyable match outrageous high flying selling almost too much to like it's it's a little bit too much at times but these two are ridiculous but i would like to see Takeshka get some more wins every now and again that would be nice first star goes to a Kenny Omega versus Cobb on Dynamite for the IWGP United States Championship. I mean, goddamn! If you had not seen Jeff Cobb, this dude is like I said, little short tank of power and agility. This dude does does too much stuff that he shouldn't be able to do. Dude can do a moonsault, no problem. He is incredibly strong and fast. And of course, Kenny Omega being Kenny Omega, also just like. Doing what Kenny Omega does, he just wrestles his ass off, he wrestles a lot, he's always battling through injuries, and he's able to tell a very good, compelling story in the ring, and good enough for another first star of the week from me, and that will do it for the show this week, everybody. I am on my way to go watch, well, I'm not going to watch NXT Stand and Deliver, I'm going to go watch some Stand and Deliver, and it's going to be a big weekend for the podcast, y'all. I'm going to be doing a review for Stand and Deliver WrestleMania Night 1 and two so I'm hoping that they may come out on Sunday might be mon- probably Monday definitely definitely oh sorry no Monday or Tuesday whichever day is open that's where the gamer cast is going to be it'll be Mass Effect this week so you can look forward to Mass Effect on Monday or Tuesday and then the Wrestlemania stand and deliver review on Monday or Tuesday whichever day I can get them done there's a lot of wrestling to watch Wrestlemania is very long so enjoy your weekend everybody it's going to be a big one for me and uh, oh my goodness so much wrestling let me know what you're going to be watching this week there's also so the Ring of Honor Supercard. So if I have time to watch it, I'm going to watch it. Probably won't be reviewing that. So I apologize. Just way too much wrestling this weekend. And um, on another note, should be next. I'm thinking next Sunday, we're go- I'm going to be doing the Wrestling Award Show. Uh, going to end it off with WrestleMania. So those are going to be the final matches qualified for all the awards. And uh, that should be next Sunday. So Match of the Year, Wrestler of the Year, Female Wrestler of the Year, Tag team of the year all that stuff gonna be a really fun award show so uh, look forward to that next weekend and Wednesday will be the hockey show and of course enjoy your weekend everybody it's a uh, it's like my probably my favorite weekend of the year it's my birthday weekend it's Wrestlemania I'm gonna eat pizza and ice cream it's gonna be awesome enjoy your weekend everybody Wrestlemania